Hey, what's up guys, Travis here. And if you've been following me or my story for any length of time, you know that I started a company called Guestio about a year and a half ago now. And one of the things that we are doing this year in 2022 is we're building a concierge program called the Fast Pass that allows you to get booked on top quality shows and platforms for the purpose of spreading awareness for your brand, grabbing attention, uh, growing your credibility, your authority, et cetera, et cetera. And so if you are listening to this right now and you are a seven figure plus entrepreneur and you have a budget to bring in traffic, attention, credibility, authority to your brand, then this might be a really great program for you. Just head over to travischapel.com slash 10K. Why 10K? Because we guarantee in this program that you're going to be able to speak in front of 10,000 people within 90 days. Okay, 10,000 people within 90 days. Imagine getting on a stage in front of 10,000 people to share your message, your story. That's exactly what we are doing inside of this program through virtual stages like podcasts or virtual events or YouTube channels or blogs. You name it, we are working with it, and we are trying to get you booked on those platforms. So travischapel.com slash 10x. There's a quick application there, and then right at the end of that application, it'll prompt you to set up a phone call where you'll jump on a call with me, and we'll talk through whether or not you're a great fit for this program. Please act fast on this. Do not wait because we are only taking on one or two clients a week due to uh, constraints with our team and the limited supply of high quality shows and platforms that are out there in the market. So if that's you and you're really wanting to explode your brand in 2022, head over to travischapel.com slash 10K, fill out the application, schedule a quick phone call, and you and I will chat really soon about whether or not this would be a great fit for you. Thanks, guys. Talk to you soon. You are listening to the Build Your Network podcast. If you're tired of the old way of networking, the business cards, the awkward conversations, and the aggressive pitches, but you know how crucial your network is to your success in life, then you're in the right place. Welcome to Build Your Network, the only top-rated show committed to helping you master content networking, foster real relationships, increase your authority, and build the network of your dreams. Listen in on conversations with world-class entrepreneurs, authors, thought leaders, and more as we deconstruct their best strategies for your success. So get ready to burn your business cards, ditch the name tag, and discover the new way to network with your host, Travis Chappell. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Build Your Network podcast. Alex, thanks so much for joining me on today's show. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. Yeah, really excited to have you on. And uh, I was listening to some interviews with you, some of your talks, just preparing for this conversation. And uh, one of the things I thought was really interesting is you learned how to play football by reading the encyclopedia. So the encyclopedia was kind of your first playbook. What put it in you as a young kid to be opening up an encyclopedia to go like, let's learn the basics of this game? Well, I think it just came from like my mom and dad. They would never like make it easy on me. Mm. to tell me things. Number one, like especially with football, they didn't have a clue. Yeah. You know, my dad didn't play. We didn't watch it. My mom didn't play. She didn't watch it. So, but they told me, hey, look at the encyclopedia. And yeah. So I started to learn early on we can learn something at the foundational level that gives you a nice base, a yeah. nice foundation of learning. Yeah. And so I end up Looking in an encyclopedia, and thank goodness, under F, <laughs> it said it me like what football was and what mm. the objective was, and the different like 
difference between a three, four defense and a defense. Yeah. And so I learned it from that foundation. And then I was able to start to understand things a little bit better because, you know, just, I mean, in anything, when you learn things and you don't have a foundation of knowledge, you can get lost in the weeds. Mm-hmm. And so for me, learning it at the foundational level really helped me help slow down things at yeah. that age, at a young age of, I don't know, nine or 10 years old. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you, you said your parents didn't always give you the, just a quick answer to a lot of things, like even outside of uh, football, like looking back, do you think that was just e- easier for them to just say, Hey, go figure it out on your own? Or do you think there was strategy there? Like from a parenting side going like, we want you to figure things out on your own. No, I think it was strategy. Mm-hmm. It's helping me not making things so easy mm-hmm. and um, which are, are great. I am grateful for, for not having things just given to me. I had to earn it. Yeah. And there's just something when you when you have to earn it, you know, being creative on how you learn. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like so mm-hmm. like that was that was something that was gifted to me by my parents, that and discipline mm-hmm. to be able to get you what you want or where you want to go. So they would kind of help help point me in the direction, but they wouldn't necessarily show me. They would point me in, in that in that direction. Yeah. I, I heard you in an interview say, you know, you talk about fundamentals all the time. Like that's something that, you know, you, you talk about building from the ground up and, you know, really digging deep and understanding the basics and starting there as opposed to getting involved in, you know, you said kind of like the rah-rah attitude where it's like, I get excited about this really cool technique or this really exciting element of something. And you jump, try to skip all the levels and go to that. Where did the drive come from? You know, obviously they said, Hey, go figure it out. And there's two types of kids there. Some would say, okay, I'll go figure it out. The others say, forget that. I guess I won't know. And they'll just, you know, do whatever my basic default mode is. Where do you find the drive to focus on the fundamentals, the boring things, really the things that aren't exciting, the things that people aren't going and cheering about or or having conversations about where did that inner motivation come from? I think the number one, it came from passion, Hmm. right? So I was passionate about it. And so for me, when I'm passionate about it is I want to have success mm-hmm. and not just success one time is I want to have multiple times. Mm-hmm. And so when you learn things at the foundational level, when you not, when you don't have success, you have to look back and be like, okay, why didn't I have success at this? Mm-hmm. And then also, why did I, why, why didn't I have success? But then also, why did I have success? Mm-hmm. So for us, you know, playing football, played for a lot of years in college, high school, college, and in the pros, one of the things that really helped me, it wasn't, I was fast. I definitely wasn't big, but it was like the attention to detail, the mm-hmm. ability to watch film, because film, watching film, that was something that, that was part of the gig, right? Yeah. Watching film to be able to break down the techniques, why you had success and why didn't you have success? Mm-hmm. And so when you realize that, Man, a lot of the times you don't have success when a coach is yelling at you. Some might yell, some might coach, mm-hmm. but it gives you feedback. And so when you do things wrong, you need to be able to put your ego in your back pocket mm-hmm. and take that criticism and be like, okay, this is why I messed up. This is why I messed up. But then also, this is why I had success. So being able to, 
you know, understand things at the foundational level. And then why did I have success? And then why not? You got to ask yourself these different questions. Yeah. And, you know, for me is, you know, I, I, I try to break things down into ways that I understand. So I don't understand everything and I'm definitely cool with that. And I'll be the first to admit. So I try to put it in a framework of sports for football for me. And then I can understand things a little bit differently and I can try to figure things out. Mm-hmm. And so that's, you know, I, I try to make it so I wouldn't say basic, but I try to simplify things. Mm-hmm. I try to if I can simplify it, because a lot of people uh, mostly want to complicate things. Mm-hmm. They want to make it, you know, that nobody else can do it or not. No, no, there's a simple formula. You know, there's a simple formula to, to anything. Mm-hmm. And you just got to figure out, like, who do you have to be to be an equation in that formula? Yeah. For me to, to play, you know, to, to be an entrepreneur, to be a, a football player, there's a certain character that I need to have. Number one, I need to be mm-hmm. a certain character. Now, am I am I OK or am I am I you know able to be that character mm-hmm. like, yeah. for, you know, for the long haul? Well, I'm I'm curious about that because you know one of the things that is difficult at a early age is knowing what is the long haul for me. You know, even you know I'm in my 20s. You know, and I and I'm having that conversation. I thought by like 20, you're like, oh, the, I'm an adult now. I know the rest of the of the path. You know, how much time should you invest? into different things to see what's a good fit because like for early age for you you knew it was football but there's a lot of people that lack a lot of direction they don't know if they want to go into business they don't know if they want to pursue sports like should you invest a good amount of time at an early age into a couple different things to see what works or should you pick something and then just make that your passion what's the avenue there great question don't just pigeonhole yourself figure out some of the things you love what you know what are you passionate about like it's very rare that people young people figure out what they're doing or or figure out what they're passionate about because they get stuck in whether it's their friends or their culture it's like oh yeah that yeah that sounds cool and, and then they leave the door they close the door on other opportunities yeah. other things that man i never know that like cooking could be like, you know, can be that cool or man, I really like golf, Mm -hmm. man. I didn't know. I didn't, I I remember I was like, man, I don't play golf. That's too long. I don't know what it is, but then you finally hit the ball and it goes where you want it to go. It's like, Oh, I like this. Yeah. But there's different things. Like I would say, man, in your, when you're younger, teenager, twenties, man, try out as much stuff as possible. And cause you never know. You never yeah. know what, you know, what that job opportunity can bring you, mm-hmm. right? That these different opportunities show up different ways. And sometimes some of the opportunities that come up that you look at it like, no, nah, I don't like that, that, that person or that one, man, sometimes that can be the best thing for you. Yeah. Yeah. No, absolutely. Well, it all, it all goes back to like watching the film, right? Like you, you can look back in retrospect, you can sit down and evaluate where you're at business, life, sports, you know, you know, and a lot of times I've realized like there's a delay between experiencing something and realizing what that purpose was for you, you know, or what that, what you can learn from that thing. And I, I wonder if you could speak to being in the moment, uh, because there is, yeah, watching a film, you know, 
going back to the sports analogy, you can see like, oh, that's how they broke through the line or, hey, that's how they stopped me here. or That's how we messed up this play. But in the middle of the game, that's when you're sitting there going, how did this happen? How, how are we losing this? What, what's going wrong? And you can't see it when you're actually on the field. How do you take a breath in the middle of maybe the craziest season of business, the craziest part of a game, the craziest part of a relationship and take the second to evaluate when you can't see all those moving pieces? Great question. I think some of the biggest things that we do is, you know, we look up and we want to see the score. Hmm. Yeah. We look up and we want to like, okay. And it's good to do that because that can spark something in you, Mm -hmm. right? That that can spark something in you. But like some of the best games I've ever played in was when I didn't worry about the score Mm -hmm. is I just, okay, I'm going to do my job in the best way I, I know how to. Or I want this relationship with my wife. And back in, you know, in college, we were dating. But I want to make this, I want to make this work. Uh, So I'm going to concentrate on this moment. I'm not going to look ahead. All right. I'm not going to look ahead, but I'm going to be in this moment. And I'm going to make this the best. I want my, who I am to to shine. And not just, you know, for for this moment. I want to be consistent, right? So she doesn't leave. (laughs) Yeah, right. (laughs) Or... You know, so it's like you got to just like like when you practice something and you become really good at it, it becomes who you are. Mm -hmm. So I tried to practice being somebody of of character, of high character, meaning I try to do things the right way, even nobody's watching. Mm -hmm. So whether it's on the football field, because I hate the term and we use, you know, as athletes, they say that, oh, when the lights come on or when it's Saturday or Sunday or Friday night man, they show up. Yeah. You're going to man, game he's mode. a superstar. Yeah. He's going game mode. And I'm like, I don't believe in that. Mm-hmm. I don't believe in that. Why don't you are in game mode every time you step on the field? Because that means from day to day, you're somebody different. That can get hard. That can get frustrating. I can get confused if I'm one person in one environment and I'm somebody else. Yeah. So yeah. why not be that high, that person of high integrity or or whatever, do that all the time. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so I coach high school football and that's one of the things that, you know, how you build trust is keep showing up the same way. No matter if a hundred people are watching you or nobody's watching you, are you the same person? This episode of the show is brought to you by Indeed. We are driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate is not to search at all. It's to match and match with Indeed, if you need to hire, you need this platform, guys. I'm telling you, Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work and use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging candidates so you can connect with those people even faster. And it doesn't just help you hire faster. In fact, 93% of employers agree that Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And look, guys, one of the things that I wish I would have used Indeed for is this matching service. You can search and search and search and search and search all day long, but to actually be presented with quality candidates, like 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 hiring a, a recruiter for you that's presenting people that has actually done the work to vet them and uh, bring quality people in front of you, that work by itself is 
the fact that it's done by a software instead of like a team of high quality recruiters is is pretty insane. So they leverage over 140 million qualifications and preferences every single day, which is why Indeed's matching engine is the best one that you can use. It's constantly learning from your own preferences. So the more you use it, the better it gets at doing the job for you. Join more than three and a half million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility over at indeed.com slash Travis. Just go to indeed.com slash Travis right now and support this show by saying you heard about Indeed here on the podcast. Indeed.com slash Travis. Terms and conditions apply. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Well, it sounds like too, it's it's a lot of building those micro goals, you know, like instead of focusing on the overall score, you're focused on that play, you're focused on that experience. And, you know, I, I love that you talked about marriage in that example, because I, I, you know, we both come from like Christian backgrounds, you know, and so I saw people who would say, you know, well, we don't believe that you're, ever, you should get divorced, you know, and so I would see couples that hated each other and they had this long-term goal of like, oh, I'll be married my whole life. But they didn't focus on how do I make this date really good? How do I make this year really good? It was just like, we're going to hang in there because we've got this distant goal of not getting divorced, you know, instead of let's focus on loving each other now. <laughs> like, what's the day to day actions here that, that lead to that result? I, I want to talk a bit about you, you mentioned like knowing yourself. And one of the things you uh, you talked about in a previous interview was that identity crisis when something that is such a part of you, like football, goes away. How do you adapt to that? So how do you root your identity so it's not shaken when your exterior circumstances or your career pivots or your relationships change or evolve? How do you stay true to yourself throughout all that transition? Well, for me, like I said, I try to like break it down to a formula where I understand. And right. so, you know, th- there was once upon a time when I was, you know, when I stopped playing football and I was lost, I didn't know who I was. I was depressed. Even though like, you know, people say money can, what's it? What's the saying? Like money can't buy happiness. Yeah. yeah. And so it's true. I had money, had cars, had houses, all that stuff. But really, if you don't know who you are, you don't know what your purpose is. That is sad. And money can't do it. So finding your purpose, find out who you are. And when I was lost, I really had to look into like, man, what's my purpose? Like for me. I had a coach, the best coach I ever had. His name was Willie Shaw. And he would tell us that if you want to play a long time in in the NFL, you have to know your assignment, know your alignment, and then be able to make adjustments. Hmm. So assignment, alignment, adjustments. And so I followed that from the moment that we met, which was my second year in the NFL. That gave me success for the next seven years. And so when I was stuck, I had to figure out like, what? okay, I'm going to apply those same principles, assignment, alignment, and adjustment. Mm. And so assignment, how does that look in my life? So if I broke it all the way down, assignment was, what's my purpose? Mm. My alignment was, how do I life? What's my foundation? Is it my career? Is it my family? Is it my hobbies? Is it my faith? I had to ask myself, and I was like, well, if I make my career, my foundation, because to be honest, it was when I was playing ball, mm-hmm. that came first. It would be hard not but to. It, yeah. I, but 
when you do that, what happens when you get fired? Yeah. What happens when you my lose life's your over? Job? <laughs> yeah. Exactly. And that's what, you know, when that was my foundation, that's how I felt. Mm. Like my life is over. What am I supposed to do? No. So, but when I put my faith, I put my faith first because, you know, my faith is not, you know, Jesus is not going anywhere for me. Jesus has been here forever. And so when I put my faith and that told me to put my family, my family should be first, but the foundation of my faith, then my family, then my career. Mm. And this is, you know, post football. Yeah. When I did that, after finding out what my purpose was, what drove me, what gave me joy and what gave me joy was serving others. Okay. Well, I got to be, but how How do I serve others? Well, I once was inspired by a guy's name is Ron Brown. He was this um, gym teacher at, or gym coordinator at the boys club in Colorado Springs and how he made me feel. He empowered me. He was always there, man. He was, you know, taught me how to lift weights. And I remember that feeling. And I was like, man, I want to do that for yeah. other little 14 year old Alex's. Yeah. And so that's what I wanted to do. So I started to be, I learn how to be a trainer. You know, I've been yeah. around it forever, but I started to learn all the intricacies. And so I started to do that. Well, I did that. And lo and behold, I'm over here at Nike World Headquarters mm. and I'm training the executives, the people who work here and their families and their kids. And then more and more people start to find out about me and what I'm doing for them, the success that they're having. And now I'm so I'm locked in with Brand Jordan or men's and women's Nike training. Yeah. Now I'm traveling all over the world or I used to. But now, but, but so that alignment with linked up with my assignment is, and then the adjustments that I had to make and how I viewed myself mm-hmm. in my mind, I was just a football player. No, that was, that was who I was. That was my character. But when I started to look at it, I said, man, I'm more than that. And I want to be, it starts with where you want to go. And yeah. I figured out, man, where I want to go, like, I want to, I want to be a trainer. I want to be the best. I want to be really good. And then those steps that I took, okay, now I want to have more impact because I'm having impact the way I want to. Now I want to help people become better people. Mm. If I can help somebody become a better person and help them understand leadership, which is influence, if I can help them understand that, man, I'm, I'm making this world a better place. You've mentioned learning those granular details, being detail-focused, growing, learning, And you've also, in the last few minutes, really talked about relationships, coaches, gym coordinators, people that influence you. Now you're influencing other people. And we ask this question, everybody that comes on the show, we're obviously build your networks. We talk about relationships. Do you believe that who you know or what you know is more important and why? Mm, Great, great question. Both of those are influencers. What you know, right? What you know, you know, when you look at it's knowledge. I try to break things down like, you know, the people I'm coaching, I said, break it down. It's too many words. Give me one word. Yeah. Knowledge. Knowledge is an influencer. What you know, right? But then who you know, which is relationships, that's super important. The reason I was able to get to Nike was because of a relationship. I played golf in this, I think it was U of O Legends golf tournament and end up linking up with the guy and we played golf for, you know, we played for four or five hours. And, you know, I shared some, you know, myself and, you know, we bantered back and forth. Yeah. Well, little did I know that his wife was the 
head person VP at one of the sports centers at Nike. And he told her about me and his conversation for four and a four and a half, five hours. Mm. Wow. Six months later, I ended up calling her and didn't know <laughs> calling yeah. her and want to apply for a job as a personal trainer. Went in and interview and she gave me the job. And she told me, she said, Alex, you know, you already had this job before you even came in. I was like, wish you would have called me earlier. It would save me, <laughs> save me some time. I was That's like, funny. what? And yeah. But those relationships, relationships are huge. That's a huge influencer to me. I'm a dad. I'm a dad of eight. Jeez. Wow. Who are my daughters? <laughs> who are my daughters? A 17-year-old, 15-year-old, and 10-year-old daughters. Who they hang around with? And, and my sons. That means a lot mm-hmm. to me. Me and my wife, my wife especially, she does background checks on everybody <laughs> social media. It's easy nowadays. But we know who our kids are hanging around because we ask questions. And we know that those are huge influencers, especially for teenage boys and girls, is who you know. Yeah, yeah. So who you know, yeah, network, I'll meet anybody at least one time. Mm-hmm. I won't turn down a cup of coffee or a lunch. I mean, anybody just one time because I love listening to, you know, getting to know people. I didn't used to be like this, but now it's like I love being inspired. Each one of us have something in us that's inspiring, like the things that have happened in your life. And it's not always the good things It's what did you overcome? Right. What did you overcome? That's inspiring. Now, I'm not big on motivation. That's great. People can get me confused with a motivational speaker. I'm not that. Yeah. Motivation that lasts very that's that's quick. Mm-hmm. I'm an inspirational speaker. If I can give you some tools that can help you inspire you to become the best version of yourself, I'm all in. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, look, I, I really appreciate you sharing so many insights here. And uh we're getting near the end of our time. So I'm gonna ask just a couple of quick rapid fire questions uh just to close us out and then uh let let you go on with your day. First of all, what profession other than your own do you think would be fun to attempt? Other profession of my own to be fun to attempt. I don't know. I would like to try out archery. Archery. Okay. Something different. Yeah, for sure. If you could sit on a park bench with anybody past or present and talk with them for an hour, who would it be and why? Oh, man. That's a good one. I think it would be, you know, well, I really like. I really love Denzel Washington and how he thinks. It's such he's so deep. But Denzel Morgan Freeman, yeah. they're so they're so their thinking is deep and they don't go with the flow of everybody else. Yeah, that'd be a great conversation. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Uh, what's your go-to pump-up song? My go-to pump-up song? Oh man, I think you know what? Hold on. Now my go-to <laughs> pump-up song. I'm looking at my playlist, and I would say for right now. And it changes, but how about if I give you like an old school and then a new one? Go for it. Go for Can it. Can I do that? Okay. So I think, uh, you know what? I really like by Mark Moore, Mac. Yeah, that's great. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And then Raekwon and the chef. Mm. Raekwon, verbal intercourse. Mm. I'm, a, I'm a big Wu-Tang guy. So yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure. For sure. <laughs> and uh, just the last question, what's the best place online for people to connect with you? If they want to get to know you, follow your journey, I uh, get to see more from you. Where's the best place to do that? The best place is alexmolden.com. Perfect. Remember, I like That's to, easy. Hey, hey, simple. Eric, I like to simplify, man. Uh, hey, just awesome. keep it. Eric, yeah. Uh, alexmolden.com. 
And from there, it has my social media on there, has what I do, impact that I have, has my book, my coaching, you know, so yeah, Yeah. alexmolden.com. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Definitely check out alexmolden.com. There's a link in the show notes of this episode. And Alex, thanks for dropping so much knowledge today and uh, for sharing so much of your journey. Appreciate it. Hey, Eric, Eric, thank you so much, man. This is, this, you know, I love being able to, to meet new people and, you know, share my story. So thank you for allowing me to do that on your, on your podcast. Absolutely. Anytime. That's it for this episode. If you want to connect with Travis and other like-minded people who also listen to the show, then you're going to want to head over to travischapel.com slash group to join his free Facebook group, Podcast to Profit. Travis will see you there. And remember to leave every relationship better than you found it. Did you know a 2018 study showed half of prenatal vitamins tested had unacceptable levels of heavy metals? I'm Kat, mother of three and founder of Ritual. When I was four months pregnant, I couldn't find a prenatal I could trust, so I created my own. Ours is made traceable, third-party tested for heavy metals, and recently earned the Purity Award from the Clean Label Project. But don't just take my word for it. Get 25% off at ritual.com slash podcast. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com.